You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to give you 15 possible reasons why you overeat. But before that, special thanks to all the people, all two people who wrote a review on iTunes. Thank you so much. And special thanks to Ned Noon, who gave me also some tips on how to grow my podcast. And as I told you guys in the first episode... Um, The decision about starting a podcast was quite impulsive, so I didn't really know much about, you know, distribution of the podcast, but thankfully we had people who are willing to give me some tips, so thank you so much, Ned, for messaging me privately. And now we can go to the main topic of today's video, which is overeating. So let's start with the definition what is overeating? So according to the dictionary, overeating means eating more food than your body needs, especially so that you feel uncomfortably full. So I want to prefix this episode by saying that everybody overeats from time to time and that's totally okay. We are not striving for perfection in this podcast, so I'm not going to say that you should never ever uh, overeat. Again, it happens to all of us. But I think that recognizing your patterns can be very helpful for you, especially if you overeat on a day-to-day basis. If you notoriously eat for the reasons that have nothing to do with hunger and you experience negative consequences because of that, then it is the it is something that you should, you know, overcome if that it if that impacts negatively your quality of life. So let's go. 15 reasons why you overeat. The first one is you don't eat enough. So Binge eating and overeating, those are natural physiological responses to food restriction. I know that restrictive diets are pretty popular right now. Like, we don't want to admit to it, but many of us, especially women, try to eat less than they need because we have this thin ideal and we are trying to shrink our body as much as possible. Also, overeating can happen when you are not when you are waiting too long between meals. So remember that your brain is primed for survival. So dieting, restriction is perceived by your brain and by your body as famine, as starvation. So what your brain will turn on, it will turn on, you know, urges, urges to, to eat because your brain is afraid that food won't be available so we have to eat as much as possible in the moment and of course I understand that dietary energy restriction and even supervised fasting protocols are okay for some people in some instances they don't always lead to binge eating or overeating but if you are listening to this podcast and you already struggle with overeating or binge eating therefore overly restrictive diet is not a good idea for you at this season of your life. So please eat enough. So now I'm going to give you some ideas on how to fix this problem. If you overeat because you 
Don't eat enough throughout the day or you wait too long between meals. Therefore, the solution would be to just eat enough. When your body gets enough food, you can calm down your primitive brain that is survival-oriented. Then your body starts trusting you again. When you get rid of this restrictive mindset, your urges to overeat will dissipate. You have to show your primitive brain that everything is okay, food is available, and you are not going to starve yourself. Your primitive brain will calm down if you're gonna, uh, for a long time, you're gonna feed it enough or even more than, than you should, than you think that you should be eating. Let's go to the second reason why you overeat, and it is you don't know what physical hunger feels like. So you see, the first reason was for people who struggle, who, who struggle with being hungry all the time because they are restricting. But the second reason why you overeat might be because you actually don't know how hunger feels like. I know those are two opposites, but there are also people who maybe eat because the clock is saying so. That the clock says that it's a lunchtime, so those people would eat. Perhaps they don't even check in with themselves to see if they are actually physically hungry. And it, in my opinion, it is a problem to not be in touch with your true hunger signals because when you are not aware of them, you might overeat. And because you don't know how hunger feels like, you also may struggle with feeling how a fullness feels like. So I know that it was me in the past. This used to be me. There was a period in my life when I used to eat the minute I wake up and then, and then I would continue to snack throughout the day right up until bedtime. So for me, uh, so for me the solution was intermittent fasting, you know. Uh, many people uh, say that intermittent fasting is just another diet in disguise. But because I was eating all day, I was binging all day, for me, having those gentle boundaries, um, this eating window was very helpful. And I started with very gentle um, eating or fasting window, meaning at the beginning, I just told myself that 12 hours per day, I would like to fast, which means that I could stop eating at 8 p.m. and start eating again at uh, 8 a.m., so again, most of my fasting time would be when I was sleeping and that was beneficial for me. Believe it or not, there are people for whom intermittent fasting uh, helps them because then they can feel how hunger really feels like. And right now, a couple of weeks ago, I was wearing a continuous glucose monitor and it also helped me to recognize how physical hunger feels for me because I noticed that sometimes my blood sugar would be high because I was eating, let's say, an hour ago, but I felt hungry. And you know what? That was just boredom or other emotional uh, eating uh, example, because again, my blood sugar was high. I wasn't supposed to be hungry because I had all of those glucose uh, circulating in my bloodstream. So why I felt hungry? There must have been an emotional reason for that. So. So for many people, we may confuse hunger with, with different things. So the solution is to gain awareness around your hunger and fullness cues. You can do it, do it by, for example, utilizing the hunger and fullness scale. 
because it gets you back in touch with your body's natural hunger and fullness signals. It helps you know when to start eating and when to stop. So if you would like to get um, get this hunger fullness scale, you can just message me on Instagram, for example, or you can write an email to uh, to my email address and then I will send you the hungerfulness scale that I utilize with my clients and most of them find it super, super helpful. So I can send it to you as well with some short description on how to use it. So just, just message me. Okay, now the number three. So you overeat because you eat to avoid emotions. So most of us probably would identify as emotional eaters. So we might be eating to avoid boredom, sadness, feeling overwhelmed or stress. And the problem is that most of us think that we should be happy all the time. And when we feel a negative emotion, we think that it's a problem. We were taught that emotions are wrong, that especially, especially the bad ones. So maybe you remember your mom. Maybe she soothed you with food. For example, she might have said something along the lines, I will give you some cookies, just don't cry. I know for sure that I was soothed with food uh, in my life many, many times. And maybe also, I don't know, maybe you played in basketball team and when your team won a match, your um, your parents decided to celebrate with the ice cream. But when your team lost the game, then your parents also decided to have some pizza to drown your sorrows. So we were taught, even in our childhood, to soothe our emotions with food. And as adults, we avoid negative emotions, we can't manage them, and we buffer them with food. So what, so <laughs> what, to do, uh, what you do in your life is, is often because of how you think that doing it will make you feel. So, for example, when you are stressed, you th- you drink alcohol because you believe that that wine will relax you. Maybe you look at the out of the window and you see that the weather is miserable, so you decide that having hot chocolate would cheer you up. So we are um, doing certain things in our life because we believe that they will change our emotional state. So the solution is to become better at processing emotions. You can allow emotions. You don't need to fix them. You can start with naming the emotion, identifying it, just pausing, pausing for a moment and observing how it feels in your body. Just explore the emotions and check what kind of distortive thinking you might be having because uh, often our emotions arise because we uh, make an interpretation of the event that causes a certain emotion. Then you just have to breathe through the emotion and choose. You can choose to take an action, meaning if you feel angry, you can act on that anger, but you can also choose to practice acceptance, uh, which means just accepting the emotion and not trying to to fix it in in any way. You can also choose to distract yourself, distract yourself with food or with other uh, other things. So the important thing is to just to just recognize your emotional uh, state, pausing for a moment 
exploring what, what's there, what's behind this emotion, and then choosing, choosing your, your reaction, your reaction. I think that it's very empowering that we are not steered by our emotions, but we can decide what to do about them. Okay, right now let's go to the reason number four. So you overeat because you have unmanaged thoughts. Examples. I don't have willpower. Nothing I do works. I've never been able to process my emotions. I just love food so much that it's my main source of pleasure. So let's explore how one of those thoughts can uh, can trigger overeating. So let's say that you have a thought, I don't have willpower, so I can't control myself around food. Okay, you have that thought, but ask yourself, how does this thought make you feel? I assume that it makes you feel frustrated, hopeless, maybe even embarrassed. So how do you act when you feel those emotions? When you feel frustrated and hopeless, you probably turn to food to feel better. So having that thought gives you the opposite results to the results you want because you don't want to soothe yourself with food. So maybe instead of having a thought that I don't have willpower, I can control myself around food, try a new thought. A new thought could sound like this. I'm learning how to stop eating when I feel full. So this new thought, I think that it makes you feel empowered. It makes you feel hopeful. You are learning something. You are um, you are going into the right direction. And when you he- have the feelings of empowerment and hopefulness, when you feel empowered, you don't have that desire to turn to food for comfort. Am I right? So shameful thoughts, thoughts full of self-doubt, do not move you into the direction you want to go. So the solution to it is to recognize that your thoughts are just thoughts. Though they are not facts, they are just automatic negative thoughts or maybe even limiting beliefs. You have to create the space between yourself and your thought. So it means just recognizing that it's a thought and it might be wrong thought. And then you can change your thought on purpose. You can create a new belief by choosing new thoughts that serve you, that move you towards the direction you want to go. Okay, number five. So you overeat because your hormones are out of whack. So overhunger can be caused by hormonal imbalance. When your insulin is imbalanced or maybe leptin, maybe your stress hormones, maybe your menstrual cycle. I think that every woman who listens to me uh, knows that before your period you get very high appetite, (laughs) like you could eat way more than uh, during other phases of your menstrual cycle. So there are some hormonal changes that contribute to your appetite. The same with stress. For some people, a chronically elevated cortisol will also increase the appetite. Many people suffer from insulin resistance or leptin resistance, and those um, those disorders, those uh, imbalanced hormones, will also contribute to higher appetite. And when I'm talking about like hormones, I would like to also mention neurotransmitters because many neurotransmitters in our, in our brain will also contribute to uh, to uh, higher appetite. 
for example, we know that in depression, in depressed patients, they often, they sometimes gain weight, right, because of their depression. So it might be because of the disbalance in neurotransmitters like serotonin or epinephrine, maybe also endocannabinoids. So in these cases, you can bring back the the balance to your neurotransmitters, not only by eating uh, certain foods or taking medication, but also by lifestyle, but by making certain lifestyle changes, because we know that sport and or sunlight exposure or sleeping will impact those neurotransmitters as well. And Well, we talked about hormones, neurotransmitters, then we also have to talk about the gut health because your microbiome in your gut and also on other places on your body, it also may impact your hormones. It also may impact your neurotransmitters because now we know about the existence of gut-brain axis. So the microbes in your gut may communicate with the brain and have specific uh, outcomes on your neurotransmitters and hormones. So it's fascinating area of the study. And the solution to, to bringing balance to your hormones, neurotransmitters, and gut health is to eat a balanced diet, eating, ama- uh, eating adequate amounts of protein, fiber, having stable blood sugar levels, maybe avoiding processed foods, with flour, refined sugar, maybe those foods, those ultra-processed foods should be in like sometimes food category, not um, always food category. So I'm trying to stop using uh, descriptors like healthy, unhealthy, and I'm trying to to say more, um, you know, to divide the food uh, into the categories like always category and always category would be healthy foods and sometimes category would be ultra processed foods so we will see if this uh, if this is gonna stick with my with my language um of course i don't want to say like that you should never eat ultra processed foods because that would sound hypocritical from my perspective because hey i'm eating those foods as well so i cannot you know tell you that you should never eat oreo because I'm eating them as well, <laughs> so so no shame here. You can eat um, eat uh, the food that you want to eat. Okay, number six. So you overeat because you are not drinking enough water. Many people confuse hunger with thirst. Moreover, dehydration also lowers blood flow and oxygen to the brain, which means that you have less cognitive ability. So your brain probably prioritizes those lower brain areas that keep you um, that keep you alive, but probably less water and less oxygen, less blood flow goes to your thinking, rational thinking uh, areas of your brain. Therefore, you may struggle with uh, with let's say willpower. <laughs> you struggle with just holding with, with impulse control. So let's say that you have an urge to eat, and because your brain is not well um, is not well nourished for a moment, because you don't, your let's say that your brain is dehydrated, therefore you will have less uh, cognitive ability to hold those impulses. Therefore, you're gonna you're gonna reach out for food. So drink enough water throughout the day. Number seven. So you overeat because you use some substances like alcohol, weed, and so on. 
So alcohol, we know that neurons in the brain can be activated, that the neurons in the brain that are that are responsible for uh, that are usually re- that are usually activated by actual starvation, they also can be um, can be turned on by alcohol, and therefore they cause the intense feeling of hunger. Moreover, alcohol makes you more impulsive, and similar to not drinking enough water, it makes you less rational. So drinking too much alcohol can lead to overeating. The same with smoking weed. We all know that marijuana gives people munchies. Also, when we're talking about substances, I need to mention uh, prescription medication because some of them may act as appetite stimulants as the side effect. So, so some medications may have orexigenic effect, meaning they stimulate appetite, in the opposite to anorexigenic effect, which is uh, stopping the appetite. So the so there are a couple of categories of drugs, pres- prescription medication that may have orexigenic effect, and those would be medications like corticosteroids, dopamine antagonists, and anabolic steroids, and probably many, many more that I that I don't remember. So if you are suffering right now with if you struggle with overeating and you are taking a lot of medications, maybe check because some of those medications make make may increase your hunger or even may contribute to your weight gain. Number eight. So you overeat because you are hitting the gym too hard. So this is uh, pretty common. This happened to me in the past as well, that intense hunger occurred in my body as a natural response to increased activity. And because uh, I wasn't very, very well uh, adjusted to gym, so every time after uh, exercising at the gym, I would feel super hungry. And this is body's natural response. So... Um, so yeah, you just have to adjust. You just have to learn. Uh, you just have to learn how much food you actually need because sometimes you may overshoot a little bit, especially if you want to reward yourself with rich, with with high calorie foods and large portions after exercising. This is something called exercise halo effect. So you may be thinking that that your metabolism is higher after a workout, so you deserve to eat a little bit more because you're going to burn it right away uh, after the exercise. So just be cautious of that. That increased increased, uh, activity, physical activity, may also increase your hunger. Number nine, you overeat because of your primitive brain. So your primitive brain goal is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. And in today's world, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, uh, and avoiding like emotional discomfort and saving effort, it means that that you are eating foods with concentrated sugar, fat, and that you are calling to to get um, to to the restaurant for them to bring you food. <laughs> food uh, to your door so this we are living in in the obesogenic uh, obesogenic environment so it's easy for us to obtain a lot of food without making a lot of effort so what enabled us to survive up to this point in our life is now literally killing us 
And the solution is to make more human decisions. You've got this uh, prefrontal cortex, you've got this more rational brain, and you have to start using it more often. You need to anticipate that your primitive brain will throw temper tantrum whenever you say no to a cupcake or cookies. And you have to learn uh, how to um, how to talk to your primitive brain so that it stops uh, sending all of those urges. Okay, number uh, number ten, <laughs> number ten. So you overeat because you eat ultra processed foods. So unfortunately, ultra processed foods they do cause higher dopamine spike because they contain concentrated energy. So they are way more rewarding and your brain thinks that they are necessary for survival because they cause this higher dopamine spike. And they and um, basing your diet on, on, on processed foods may drive overeating. So there was one study, I think that you can find it on your own. It was called ultra-processed diets cause excess calorie intake and weight gain. And in this study, they showed that that participants on the ultra-processed diet, they ate on average 500 calories more per day and ended up gaining approximately two pounds pounds weight over a two-week period. So the same people on the unprocessed diet were able to lose two pounds on average over a two-week period. So processed foods, just processed food, can uh, can drive higher uh, higher appetite. So the solution is to eat more unprocessed foods. Make it the rule to eat at least eighty percent of your diet coming from unprocessed foods. Also remember that. Eating uh, nutrient-dense foods do not spike your blood sugar level that much, so it may also help with calming down your appetite. And I think that if you are eating right now a lot of processed foods and you're getting a lot of pleasure out of them, I think that also finding pleasure beyond food would be highly beneficial because you want to reset your reward system so that you get the the appropriate amount of dopamine spike from different activities that bring you pleasure. Because if you are eating only highly processed foods, they do hijack your brain. Therefore, they become like the only way you can derive pleasure. I hope that you know what I mean. Let's go to the number 11. So you overeat because you don't sleep long enough. So it is well known that poor sleep can lead to weight gain due to, you know, combination of factors. First of all, they, uh, poor sleep causes, again, hormonal disbalances. So the next day after, after you are sleep deprived, the next day you may notice that you have increased insulin resistance. Maybe you have also increased cortisol and cortisol is a stress hormone. You probably will have also increased ghrelin ghrelin levels, which means that you are going to be hungry and you will have decreased leptin levels. And leptin is the hormone that uh, informs you that you are satiated. So So if you are not sleeping enough, you are being more hungry and you also do not feel satiated after eating. So you're... So you... Uh, have the increased desire for hyper-rewarding processed foods. 
And of course, the solution is quite simple. Just improve your sleep hygiene and really prioritize your sleep. Number 12, you overeat because of the food industry. So food industry knows exactly how to create over-desire for food. They are mixing highly refined sugar with refined flour. They add some oil. They add some salt. And by this combination, our brain chemistry is hijacked by the foods uh, that we love to eat. And the, especially the combination of fat, sugar, salt, this is really something that our brain loves. And again, the food industry just knows how to combine those factors so that they are hyper palatable and we just keep eating them. The other way the food industry drives overeating is just the overabundance of food. Again, I, I said that already in today's episode, we are living in an obesogenic environment. Food is available everywhere. You can have it even in the middle of the night. We are producing way more food than as a humans we need. So we have this overabundance of food. And another way is that this food uh, is, uh, is advertised in a specific way. So, so we are not always able to differentiate whether the food is healthy or not. Because let's say that on a shelf you see cookies and on the cookies it says that they are gluten-free and they are organic. So you might be thinking like, oh, those are actually healthy cookies, right? So as, um, as there is this saying that the ideal, the ideal consumer is a confused consumer. So we are very confused um, consumers because it's it's all confusing like once you see on a uh, once you see advertisement saying that uh, that you need fiber and you need a lot of carbohydrates then there are also um, enthusiasts of different diets so it's all confusing we all don't know what is really really healthy and because we are confused therefore the food industry uh, takes advantage of us, of us. Another way the food industry is driving overeating is just by uh, by confusing also uh, suggested serving sizes. So uh, I've heard that different serving sizes are for different countries. So for example, in Europe, we may have different suggested serving size than in uh, America. So if somebody really tries to stick to serving sizes, and they are living in US, then they might be eating more than if they would be eating to if they would be living in Europe. So food industry just messes up with our heads uh, by by producing food that is highly rewarding, by confusing marketing uh, of their products, and also by uh, giving us too big suggested serving size. So the solution is just to gain awareness and educate yourself and make educated choices. Just vote with your your dollar. Number 13. So we overeat because of our culture and society. Right now, you know that food means far more than just fuel and nourishment. Food is entertainment. Food is appreciation. Food is kindness, generosity. When you love somebody, you get them chocolate hearts. When you invite people over, you prepare food uh, or maybe you have also some cookies for unexpected guests. 
you take your date to a restaurant. So food means more for us than just fuel and nourishment. Of course, I do not want to change <laughs> change that. I think that it's just enough to like gain awareness about that. I, I do recognize that food became a part of our culture, part of our society, and I do not want to change that. I think that it's great that we are celebrating with food, but maybe let's do not go to, to extremes because I think that some people would see a celebration only as the, the food. So instead of like waiting for Christmas to see their family, to... Uh, to gather together to connect with other people, they are only waiting to eat a specific type of food. So I think that that we just have to be careful with those extremes. And I accept that food is part of our culture, part of our society, and that's totally fine for with me. But there are some some behaviors that we normalize that aren't actually optimal, in my opinion. For example, snacking. I don't think that your grandparents were snacking all day. Probably they just, they worked most of their day and they just stick to three meals per day. And this is, this probably is healthy eating pattern uh, rather than, you know, snacking all day, all day driving your blood sugar up and also driving your insulin up. So who is benefiting from the snacking, um, from from all of the snacks? Of course. A food industry because then they can produce a special products that are mark, uh, market as snacks and therefore you are buying them because you think that it's healthy to snack and you have to you know keep your metabolism going so you need snacking the other normal behavior that in my opinion isn't optimal is eating at night so again right now the fast food uh, restaurants are open 24 hours per day so you can just go at um, 10 uh, at 2 a.m uh, out you can you can get some food uh, if you are in the in the city center so that's not really optimal for our health because uh, we have those circadian rhythms and the digestive tract should have some uh, some time to just rest and relax and do not digest food 24 hours per day. The fourth, uh, no, the 13th um, reason why you overeat. So you overeat because of the diet industry. So we talked about food industry, but we also have to talk about the diet industry, the dieting industry, because the dieting industry taught us to give food moral value not only give food moral value but also give ourselves a moral value because when you are eating bad food bad unhealthy food when you are eating a lot of treats therefore you internalize that message and you start seeing yourself as as a person who is bad who is you know going against the rules um who is doing something that shouldn't supposed to be done and we are just restricting ourselves a lot because we believe that that we need to eat less. So we have this mental restriction. And of course, the brain will rebel against any restriction. It can be physical restriction, but it can be also mental restriction. The diet industry is quite tricky. And also the diet industry is pushing weird foods. For example, shakes that are meal replacement or maybe zero calorie products. So of course, you're going to end up overeating later if you base your diet on such foods because 
they do not give you much energy they are not really very satisfying so you may end up overeating later from the diet industry we observe also a very high pressure to eat a certain way to eat clean food and also pressure to look a certain way so the diet industry will encourage us to try to shrink our bodies sort of like at all costs if you have to sacrifice your health to look thin and be this thin ideal then it's totally fine of course i do not agree with that I am uh, against this diet industry bullshit and I would love to just inform people that it is possible to live a healthy life without without being too obsessed with food and without trying the extreme fat diets. Okay, now the last reason why you overeat. Probably there are more reasons, but in today's episode, I decided only to list uh, 15 of them and... And this is the last one. So you overeat because of your habit. Yes, you know that it was coming. So maybe in the past you you were stressed one time and you ate something and you distressed in that way. Because your 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 central nervous system really learns quickly, then the next time you were stressed, your body decided to send this urge to, to eat. And therefore, because you repeated this this process a couple of times, now you may have a habit of reacting to certain situations by eating. Whenever you are bored, you may be eating. Whenever you are stressed, you are eating. Anxious, you are eating. And now you have this habit. Maybe the the initial cause uh, of, of eating isn't there anymore. But you still have this habit that whenever you have the uncomfortable emotion, whenever you feel some kind of discomfort, you want to buffer it. You want to soothe yourself with food. When I'm talking about habit, I'm also talking about your eating habits. Maybe you are eating while being distracted. Maybe you are eating in front of TV TV, or maybe you are eating while you are on your phone. So, of course, your brain will have hard time to recognize that you are eating. It takes a while for your brain to receive those satiety signals from your from your stomach. When you start eating, you won't get these messages unless you eat mindfully and you are, you eat slower. Your eating habits, like eating while distracted or eating too quickly, they might contribute to overeating. Mindless eating is it's a huge issue for many people. Boredom eating, stress eating, emotional eating. And again, all of those things can become a habit after a while that you don't even really control that and you are performing those habits quite mindlessly. Okay, that would be all what I have prepared for you today. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I would highly appreciate if if you would leave me some more reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining me today and see you next time. Or hear you next time, I guess. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Pinchproof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.